Welcome back to the Pass Forward Podcast. This is episode 48, First Contact. For <laughs> Trekkies out there. Uh, I'm Corey Draper. With me, as always, are my first lieutenant, <laughs> Colin Harmon. Uh, I was going to do a quote from Spaceballs, but it's a little less <laughs> uh, Spaceballs quote. <laughs> and my... Uh, Android Wes Allen. Uh. Killer boots, man. <laughs> uh, thank you I for joining us. Like <laughs> I like it. I'll, I'll I'll get this out of the way at the top of the episode. I'll get it out of the way. I get don't I don't remember until the end of the episode. But if you want to reach out to us, we're available on the social media at Pass us, Forward man. Cast. Yeah, Pass Forward Cast. At Pass Forward Cast, mm-hmm. and you can email us at passforwardcast at aol.com. So happy you are listening to us. Yes. Thank you for downloading or streaming or whatever. We're happy you're here. Mm -hmm. And we've got an exciting episode for you. We're bringing back another old school thing. Last episode, we brought back the trivia game. This episode, we're doing our first good, bad, ugly in quite a while. In a while, yeah. It's been a a journey. Yes. So we're going to talk about all the things not all the things. We're going to talk about things a few of the from things. the 80s, 80s and 90s uh, that were good. So things that we loved, just straight up, things that we liked. They might be a little underrated, but we loved them. Things that are bad. So in this category, it's things that are kind of, you're kind of embarrassed to say, guilty pleasures, if you will, so bad that it's good. Mm-hmm. And then we'll give you our ugly, which is this thing never should have existed, so let's stop talking about it. Yeah. Okay, so... This is going to be general 80s and 90s. I know we've done themed in the past, but it's general, so we're going really old school here. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to jump right into it, and we're going to start with the good. All right. Go right Co- ahead. Colin Harmon. Oh, I'd be honored to start How about it. you kick us off? Yeah. I would be honored to start it off. All right. So here would be my good. So these kind of things, they, they don't have them anymore the way they used to be. And that thing that I thought was good, did you guys ever have the TV remote control watch? <laughs> I've heard of that. I wanted one. Yeah, so I bought one of those with my own money, and I never used it for good. I only used it for pure evil. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> because, did you use it in class? Oh, I used it in every class that yes. had listen. AV cart day I knew was a kid Colin that was like diabolical that. day. <laughs> I knew a kid that was like that. Yeah, I was, or like it'd be like you know having the TV where you're watching stuff in the beginning of school or whatever, and like boop off. Like <laughs> or like being able to fast forward or change the volume on stuff or like not turning it off but just be like bloop, 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 bloop. turn the volume down over the course <laughs> of the whole class and everyone did it at home uh, but I definitely tormented a lot of people that is amazing and so you think about like what is the equivalent of that now like we have the Apple Watch yeah. and we have ways where we can talk to Siri and be like do this thing or whatever but like th- those are not built to be like wooing and wowing your friends that's true but I felt like that was just a way like I don't know. It was just fun. Like, I feel like the closest we had to that now is, like, the Philips Hue lights, where you can, like, change the lights in your house with your, like, home controller or whatever it might be. It's probably the closest that we've got. But you can't, like, go into a classroom. No, you cannot. It's, it's, like, it has to be, like, a smart classroom. I know. Which is so, (laughs) so, like. Well, and I was thinking, too, like, if they had Apple TV, you could just classroom should be a smart classroom. That's a good point. Yeah. But they're not. Yep. America. <laughs> so, but like if if like a classroom had an Apple TV or something like sure. that and you had an iPhone and you somehow got the code without the teacher seeing, uh-huh. I don't know, maybe something could be done there. But yeah. everybody has an iPhone too. So it's like if you had this watch, 
yeah. that nobody else has. Like you are like king of the classroom uh-huh. because you're you're that person that we all wanted to be when we saw the commercial for the talk boy or the, <laughs> yeah. the pen. Maybe it was a pen recording device where you had the pen yep. and the te- the the uh, teacher bends down. And you play the sound effect of pants ripping, <laughs> and everybody thinks you're the the like funniest guy in school. Yeah. Like I feel like that was you. It like, was. Like you were it able was, to live that. I was out. that person. And then the the funny thing is, is unrelated, and this is not a ninety specific thing, but here we go. Is did you ever guys ever have like the remote control fart machine that you could buy from like Spencer's, and it was just like oh man, twenty or thirty or forty different like fart samples. <laughs> a lot of fart noises. We used to. I had one of those that had the remote, and I would put it in the podium of my teacher's classes, like not to where they could go in and find it, but like taped up underneath there. Yeah. <laughs> Diabolical. It was fun. It was I'm surprised you haven't brought that into work. I don't have it anymore, but it doesn't mean I can't buy exactly. another one. <laughs> yeah, just go to Spencer's again and That's buy true. it. That's true. Yeah. Where well, I go every weekend. My dad would do this thing. He he was one of the first people to have the car that you could control the volume of your car from the steering wheel. Okay. And I remember anytime my friends would ride with us, my friends would be sitting in the back seat, and he, we had this like thing worked out where it's like, he would move his hand in front of the 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 stereo, <laughs> and he would control it with his other hand on the on the actual volume, and he would act like nice. he was moving it magically with his other hand and everything, and it, it would amaze my friends. And some of my friends, he never even told like how it was working. <laughs> I like that. So I'll take you way back on this one. So I remember in elementary school, maybe slight middle school, so like we should have known better. But, uh, you know, my my brother's friend had one of the, you know, the key fobs for his mom's van Mm -hmm. Uh, and was making it honk its horn. And there's a group of us that just could not figure out why it was doing that. (laughs) And so we're like, this is like a church. uh, And we're just like huddled around this van, like asking it questions. And like he would like beep in response to us. Beep twice if you're in Milwaukee. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it's like I just had never heard of a car that did that before and I'm sure they had existed like long before that moment yeah yeah that was one of those things where I was definitely had as a kid simpler times yes indeed <laughs> wasted uh, on today's youth I know it's so true <laughs> okay I'll go ahead and, and do my good that's that's do your good do yeah. some good there buddy thanks smart classrooms do some good <laughs> so <laughs> my good is a TV show surprise surprise a sitcom but one I feel like was a little underrated. Okay. News radio. Mm, okay. Did you guys watch news radio? Uh, I did not. Tell me about it. So, news radio was a sitcom that I don't know how many seasons it lasted. But think of this cast here. You had Dave Foley from, uh, you know, the uh, Canadian, uh, what's their names? <laughs> the Canucks. The uh, comedy, uh, the, 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 they always dress as women. I'm blinking on them right now. Guys, help me out here. <laughs> it's not upside up. Uh, citizens begin. I, I know what you're talking but it's about. It's like, yeah, it'll come to me later. Um, but anyway, he's been in a lot of stuff. You'd recognize him. Um, it had Phil Hartman. Okay. It had Joe Rogan. Uh huh. Had Andy Dick. Kids in the Hall. Kids that's, in the Hall. Thank you called. very much. He's from, from Kids in the Hall. Um, and it had a handful of other people where it's like, oh, I recognize their face. So quite the troop. It was, and it was like a very 90s troupe, but like it was a good, really solid cast, and it's just centered around these people that worked at a radio sta- talk radio station, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really liked it. It was one of those things that I didn't know why I liked it. It was very adult, 
but it, hmm. I, I still like as a kid enjoyed watching it. Thought it was very funny. Have you have you gone back and watched any of it since then? I have not. So <laughs> <laughs> I may go back and watch it and be like, so oh, it might this be really bad... was awful. Yeah, it might actually be your uh, should not exist anymore. Yeah, I, I always got ugly. this show mixed up with Just Shoot Me for whatever reason. I actually do too. I don't know um, why. I know they're completely different. Just shows. Shoot Me actually was another one that I thought about doing. Um, I mean, if we can, if we want a tan- tangent on that one, mm-hmm. David Spade, uh, I think, was the the big player on that one. Um, is there anybody, any other like big name person that was on? A that? lot of people like you recognize. From uh, yeah, things, it's another one it's where not yeah, like a like a name basis though. That was a very underrated show yeah. for sure. <laughs> that was a very underrated show. Very funny. So yeah, uh, and when news radio was going on, it was actually pretty popular. But it was also going on when Phil Hartman died. And they did an episode and everything kind of centered around like oh, they had actually killed off the character too, and they had kind of like a sad moment and everything. Oh, it's very honoring of Phil Hartman. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it was just a really enjoyable show. I don't know if I can. I mean, I, I, we all love Andy Dick, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Remember lovable. Andy Dick? <laughs> it was like before he was annoying. It was before he was selling cocaine out of yeah. his trunk <laughs> to himself, and, <laughs> and it was before Joe Rogan, or maybe during uh, Joe Rogan actually doing cocaine. So. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Email me freaking cage. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Brown. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's, I guess launched Joe Rogan's career. He ended up doing Fear Factor, and now he's doing UFC stuff, has yeah. his own podcast, et cetera, et cetera. You so. think he regrets that Fear Factor tattoo that he probably got? <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> he definitely got it. Okay. <laughs> so that is my good. I like it. All right. Uh, my good, it's a, it's a song, mm. but it's not really a song. It's more of a spoken word song. And it came out in the year 1999. Uh-oh. And that song was called Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen, more commonly known as the Sunscreen Song. So do you guys remember this song at all? I do. A song, air quotes, yeah. I yeah, do. song. Uh, yeah, it's Perform- not really a song. But you said, yeah, spoken uh, word. It's a spoken word song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but it's basically, if you're not familiar with it, it's basically a song that basically just lists off a ton of life advice. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that if everybody listened to the song every single day when they drove to work, <laughs> I feel like we would all be in a better place in life. That's oh. interesting. I just yeah. feel like it just has such world. good advice that can apply to you at, like, at any time. Mm-hmm. And like I feel like it was kind of wasted like if you were like a, a kid listening to this or younger because like none of this really mattered so like when i would first hear they played this a lot on the radio they did yeah they really did i remember like hearing it like driving with my mom and everything and i would listen to it every time but none of it really applied to me yet but like listen to it now it's like it has such good advice yeah there's like a few lines that really stick out to me like be nice to your siblings they are the best link to your past and the people most likely to stick with you in the future and Another thing is don't waste your time on jealousy. Sometimes you're ahead, sometimes you're behind. The race is long, and in the end, it's only with yourself. That's interesting. Hmm. Um, and read the directions even if you don't follow them. Hmm. That's and my worrying like is as effective as trying to solve an algebra equation by chewing bubble gum. <laughs> hmm. So there's like a lot of That's things good. that were kind of funny but true, but yeah. also like really good life advice. And it was a very popular song, and... Uh, if you do, you guys remember the Chris Rock song "No Sex in the yes. Champagne Room"? I was about this, to bring that up. This was a par- That was a parody of that song. Um, but the origin of this song, I feel like it's had a lot of kind of rumors about like where it came from. There was like a rumor that was based on a commencement speech by Kurt Vonnegut. 
Okay. But it was actually a newspaper essay written by Mary Smitch uh, that it was, she wrote for the Chicago uh, newspaper. And she wrote this like if she were ever to give a commencement speech, this would be it. Hmm. And then uh, some people got the rights to it to use it in a song and got it recorded and everything. And they re- re- recorded it twice, one in 97 and one in 99. So like if you think of the beginning of the song, it says... Uh, to the class of 1999. Yeah. It originally said 97, and oh, it originally just kind of got built up to that place where it went more national in 99. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it's just one of those things that, like, I feel like people need to listen to the song over and over mm-hmm. again. Yeah. You know, I actually heard the Chris Rock version before I heard. Well, it can't. I think one. it came out like right at the same. He was. I think he was pretty quick to get that release. So it was yeah. like it was fresh in people's minds. Yeah. Uh, and it's funny after so hearing the Chris Rock version, I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird, but it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yep. then hearing that song, I'm like, oh, that's just a boring version of what Chris Rock did. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Um, no, that is interesting. It's funny how much of it my brain can like almost remember. Like I feel like I could say some of it with him if it was playing in a funny way. Yeah. Of like the maybe you'll marry, maybe you won't. Like all those different yeah. ones that he talks about, I think are interesting. But trust me on the sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a very good one. That's a that's a definitely a walk down memory lane in that one. That's interesting. Okay, now we're moving on to the bad. So bad that it's good. So bad that it is a good thing. Uh, well, this one might I don't know. There's some controversy perhaps in your guys' brains about this. Give your thoughts. Uh, I think for me the thing that was actually really bad, but we thought it was good, was pretty much every arcade. <laughs> they oh, were, this, like, can, this might be controversial here. They people. were absolutely like at least the ones that I frequented yeah. uh, in this day and age. And I'm kind of like sad that they're gone, but also like it's probably great for people's health that they're gone <laughs> in a certain sense. Like it was kind of like what like I feel every 90s youth group was like, okay, <laughs> we've been to arcades. The kids seem to be there. Make everything like arcade. And it was just <laughs> oh, yeah. like in youth groups. Yeah, right. it's like got an old couch, get it off, get it out of that dumpster and put it in the youth group. <laughs> like, it was always, and I feel like that's how like it felt like some of the games where it's like these are just giant televisions with buttons, but like they were always <laughs> broken somehow. And it was like super expensive when you really thought about how much you were playing video games, like how much that actually cost you to do. Like we would leave the comfort of our air-conditioned homes and couches and, like, drive across town to stand and spend (laughs) money playing a game we probably already had with people we didn't like. (laughs) But it was awesome. Like, the camaraderie of it was so fun. But we were standing. Yeah, that's the important (laughs) part. We were exercising. (laughs) And, like, now we can't even imagine, like, leaving our houses to do anything with anybody for any reason. But, like... Well, part uh, of it, part of the allure, right, was the social part. Yes, So that's kind of taken away when you with online gaming. It is. Yeah. So that's... Unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but also maybe fortunate. Uh, yeah. I don't know if it's safer well, yeah. or whatever, but yeah, because it wasn't like as like I think about some of the games you play online now, where it's just like people screaming obscenities at each other and that kind of stuff. Right, like, right. It's not the same social camaraderie that you got because there's not the ambiguity. Uh, there is ambiguity now that there wasn't then in some of that kind of sense, and so I don't know. I feel like, and also I feel like uh, toward the end of arcades, in a certain sense, they started to get coupled up with. Uh, go-karts and bumper boats and laser tag yeah. and bowling and all sorts of other random stuff and I thought that was like they were trying to hold on to what go-karts uh, sorry what our arcades were because they were good uh, but they couldn't withstand so. well I feel like some of the draw with arcades was uh, is that some games were only in arcade form yeah. 
And some of them were better as arcade games. I remember Mortal Kombat, like I was obsessed with playing it just as an arcade game. And mm. I remember renting it and the buttons are different. You know, they would have uh, a, a high punch, low punch, high, you know, those kind of buttons. But once you get into it, like a, a, a Sega Genesis controller, you only have three buttons. So uh, you had yeah. to do a different combination of <laughs> things that I had memorized doing in, in the arcade. That's so funny. like in that sense, like, I preferred the arcade version of that better because you could just like uh, the maneuvers were a lot easier to do. Yeah. But yeah. It's funny to think like the games like Time Crisis. I don't know if you ever played that game. Yeah. That's like the closest to VR we got at that time, like in, in a crazy way. <laughs> like true. you had the little stompy thing and then you had the gun. That's kind of it. Like they moved What are you the talking world. about? Virtual Boy was the closest to VR we got. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's red. <laughs> That's anyway. That's my okay. uh, official bad. <laughs> I get it. It's in the books. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> but it was so bad, it was good. We all Fantastic. enjoyed arcades. So. I loved it. <laughs> you loved I it loved so it, much. but it was a terrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my bad my is bad. is a movie this time, and it is a movie that I quote, and no one gets it. I'm and sorry. I say, "Have you seen this movie?" And they're like, "No, what's that?" And I tell them, you should see this movie. Mm-hmm. However, there's a little part of me inside that's like, they're probably not going to like it. <laughs> and the movie is Almost Heroes. Uh, yeah. Oh, the Chris Farley movie? Chris mm-hmm. Farley, Matthew Perry. There are some really funny lines in this movie. There are some really funny moments in this movie. Uh, and I like it. it. It is a guilty pleasure of mine. And I think it's a, like one of... I mean, it probably is Chris Farley's most underrated movie. Uh, was that his last movie? It was his last, like, full movie full per se. Uh, his or was last... it Beverly Hills Ninja? So, like, so this was filmed in... See, I don't know... So the timeline's kind of weird because Almost Heroes was filmed uh, almost... Uh, it, like, it was filmed in, I think, 96, and they were going to release it in 97, but it was on hold because of, like, a, a company merger, like Time Warner and uh, somebody okay. else. And so they didn't release it until 98 after he had died. So, but he had also done Dirty Work and Beverly Hills Ninja kind of Mm. around that time. So it's kind of his last movie, but not really. I think Dirty Work was released right after in the same year. So, uh, but this one, this one's better than Beverly Hills Ninja. I I love, and it has Matthew Perry and Matthew Perry. He has the Chandler shtick going the whole way. But it's fine. It's like nobody had been soured on it yet. And also, he's just legitimately funny. It was a good pairing. And they had some really goofy characters. It's kind of zany, but and, and it, it really is just bad. I mean, it's like a, a bad 90s comedy that you kind of expect on the lower end from those the SNL cast. Mm-hmm. But it still makes me laugh. Yeah, it's funny. I remember watching this movie far after that when I was like marathoning all of the movies that Christopher Guest directed. Ah, okay. So it was like Spinal Tap, Waiting for Guffman, Best in Show. And then this random one is way outside of, in my opinion, like yeah, a lot of the movies that Yeah, it's not in that, that same did. kind of movie trip. And so I remember being kind of disappointed in it because it wasn't in the genre that I expected it to be. But it is, I need to go back and watch it because it probably is better than I gave it credit for at the time. I was looking at it through a different lens then, but... 
Yeah, I remember even then it was viewed as like a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, but I, I never cared about that. I was like, I was super loyal to like those few actors, like specifically right. like the SNL kind of actors. Mm-hmm. And I remember renting those and and enjoying it, but being the only one that enjoyed <laughs> it. But I honestly haven't seen it since, so I I can't quote it with you. But I will watch it again, so I can. Well, there's this, there's a scene where <laughs> uh, Chris Farley is, is tasked by this Native American woman to to heal Matthew Perry because he's sick to go and get these like eagle eggs these like rare eagle eggs so he has to climb oh, up the tree oh doesn't he dress up as a, or does well, he, something well he, he climbs up the tree it's like really yeah. tall tree and he gets these eggs but he climbs down and he realizes he's hungry so he cracks the eggs <laughs> oh, open <yeah>. and <laughs> he eats keeps them doing that. and then he goes back up the tree uh, and it keeps happening but every time he gets faced with an eagle protecting its eggs and <laughs> ends up falling from the tree yeah, really stupid physical comedy gag but it's Chris Farley, and he plays it so well. Yeah. So um, I recommend, if you haven't seen it for a while, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. It is very, you know, 90s. It is very that era. But if you yeah. enjoyed movies from that era, era, I think you will enjoy it. Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Good. It's a good one. I appreciate it. I need to go back and watch that one. That's a great reminder. All right. I, I also did a movie. Um and it's like one of those things where you remember you suddenly like remember a movie and you're like oh man I loved that as a kid yeah but as soon as you think for a few seconds like in your adult head you just know there's no possible way that it could hold up just like by <laughs> thinking about it like yeah. uh, there's a reason that nobody is talking about this movie <laughs> right now so you don't even know you don't even have to rewatch it to know that it holds up terribly right uh, and this is very much the case with this movie and it's I don't it maybe niche but I'm not sure I haven't heard anybody talk about it it's called Adventures in Dinosaur City I thought you were going to say Adventures in Babysitting no. like, that's <laughs> awesome but no I have not heard of this Adventures one. in Dinosaur City it was a uh, TV movie that came out in 1991 and I tried searching to see like what station this was for since it was a TV movie, uh-huh. but I couldn't find like what it was meant for. But I'm ninety percent sure that I recorded this off a of TV from the Disney Channel. Okay, and I I recorded it and I watched it over and over and over again. And it's it's a movie about three kids, and one of the kids is actually Max from uh, uh, Hocus Pocus and okay. Erie and huh. Anna and all yeah. that. He played the younger kid. And they're obsessed with this TV show about dinosaurs, and they end up getting, like, sucked into the TV. Think of it kind of like uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but instead of shrinking, they get sucked into a television television <laughs> oh, show okay. about dinosaurs. And the whole movie is them kind of interacting with these dinosaur characters from the TV show, and it's kind of like this prehistoric setting. But it's obvious that they are super cashing in on the whole Ninja Turtle craze. Right. Uh, because it's like humanoid dinosaurs fighting and all that. But I love this movie so much as a kid, and I and I watched it a ton. But I haven't seen it in a while, so I watched the, the trailer last night. And is even the trailer is super, super cheesy. <laughs> but I still kind of love it for that reason. Um but yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend watching this movie, but I would recommend watching the trailer just to kind of get like a vibe of what it was like. Well, I'm looking um, at photos right now, and it reminds me a lot of di- the Dinosaurs TV show. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was pretty much like a mixture of that kind of mixed with like Ninja Turtles or something, um, but really bad. Um, did you ever go- do that thing when you were... It was like Mother's Day or like your your parents' birthday where you were a kid and you wanted to give them a gift, 
but like you didn't really understand how gifts work and you like just gave them some of your stuff <laughs> like that you liked <laughs> i i uh, i remember i i <laughs> i gave my mom this recorded movie for mother's day and i and i drew like the cover for it and like wrapped it around like you know the blank uh, vhs tapes they had mm-hmm. had covers i wrapped like construction paper over it and drew like a scene from this and gave it to my mom and she's like oh thanks and mm-hmm. set it aside and then i take it and watch it over yeah. <laughs> do you want to watch it with me mom <laughs> bub <laughs> Let's watch Dinosaur City, Bob. <laughs> and they also made an NES game of this. Oh my gosh! That's and crazy. it's a complete ripoff of Super Mario World. Oh, like, really? Like when you're riding Yoshi, like you're a kid and you're riding a dinosaur and you're going through the oh, road. Yeah. And it's a complete ripoff wow. of it. That's crazy. I mean, I guess they knew it worked, but oof, that's unfortunate. <laughs> okay, let's move on to the ugly. Uh, this is definitely my opinion piece, <laughs> but that's obviously I suppose. You're on a soapbox right now. Yeah. All right, here we go. This is a, this is an easy one for me, but like uh, I think one thing that is ugly that I'm ready for it had its heyday, but it's time for it to go away forever. Is uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Oh, okay. <laughs> is that still happening? It is n- probably somewhere. <laughs> uh, but I think that was technically the year 2000. But, well, you know, I it is that kind of era. Prove so. me wrong. Just I, go. Just I would go. thought it was 99, but prove me wrong. Either way, it should go away. It's had its. It was day. thought of in the 90s. But Regis <laughs> Regis Philbin, who at the time was you know crushing it with uh, Kathy Lee. Well, I don't know how he got <laughs> chosen yeah. to be the person who hosted okay, that. Okay, real quick, I apologize. It was 99. Yes. Fall of 99. Praise so, him. Anyway. It was close. It was close. We're right at the tail end there. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I just feel like, you know, there was, it sort of was this giant testament to like, how do we showcase dummies? <laughs> but with like really high stakes, they even get lifelines. We can prove how dumb their friends are by saying like, we're calling them at home. They're still dumb. Like they couldn't <laughs> know it. And, you know, even, even the idea of like all the lighting and the music and everything, it was like this little bit of manipulation of like, there's just the industry like toying with us a little bit. <laughs> of like, yeah, you'll watch this. You could Google this if you wanted to. You're not going to win the money, but you're going to watch it, aren't you? <laughs> and like, because <laughs> you're a little circus boy, aren't you? Dance monkey. <laughs> and so it's just like this, I feel like it's one of those things where I, mean, I know it inspired like a lot of movies and a lot of other shows and a lot of other countries did it. And like every church probably had their cool trivia thing about it. And probably, we wouldn't have Slumdog Millionaire if not for Who yeah, Wants who to, want be to Be a Millionaire. A millionaire. <laughs> uh, Was it worth it? <laughs> <laughs> but I just think in some way, like, it just went on for way too long. And there's still, like, reruns of that show, which I'm like, what? <laughs> like, reruns of a millionaire? Like, I don't know. It's like reruns of Jeopardy. Like, they already won or didn't. So, apparently, it's been revived in England, and it's going on right now. Did uh, you know this? I did not. Just as you were talking, I was, like, looking. Actually, as I Googled the the time that it started, sorry, as I Googled the year that it started, uh, I saw down here like this from the BBC. Like, who wants to be a millionaire? Jeremy Clarkson uh, uh, reboot. Jeremy Clarkson, million. like from uh, Grand, whatever that's called. Budapest. No, <laughs> the Grand Tour. Grand Tour. Like sure. Jeremy Clarkson, the guy that hosts the Grand Tour. I don't know what that is. Uh, he used to do Top Gear. Oh, oh, yeah, that is that guy. Crazy. That's yep. interesting. Did uh, he's funny? Did your parents? Did your parents ever try to get on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Mine did not. No, although I always felt my dad should, but. Yeah, we always thought our dad 
should and like a few times I, I think you had to like call a one eight hundred number to get through right. it, but he can never get through. But like yeah, he tried quite a few times because awesome. he was pretty good at it. It was a I mean it was a pretty epic time. I mean like remember that when that first guy won it, like he did it without any lifelines and he finally used his call a friend lifeline on the last question just to tell him that he just won. Yeah. Well, do like you, that was so awesome. Do you <laughs> remember do you remember there was like little scandal about it too back in the day where I don't it was remember like that. people like the people that you had in the audience uh there was recordings of somebody that won and then like there was like sniffs or coughs of like how uh, many times they should get I do remember right. that. And someone in the audience was like queuing uh, what the person that allegedly that was cueing the person of what answers they should choose and that kind of stuff. There was a lot of controversy around Interesting. that. Interesting. Sure. But anyways, the whole show can freaking die. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't matter now. Yep. Die. Okay. Well, I'll give you something else ugly. And cool. this <laughs> might offend some people. Probably. But I, I well, think you're it's... calling it ugly. I th- so. Well, I think it's time to come out and just say it. And actually, it may be controversial, but it may not be because I think a lot of people feel this way now because we were dumb. For this being popular. <laughs> I like where we're going already. Jinkos. <laughs> they were so dumb. There they were. There was a lot of Jinko and to go around. If I'm being on, honest with myself, the only time I ever considered wanting to get a Jinko, quote unquote, or a, yeah, a pair of Jinkos. <laughs> well, I'm like, I'm in my 30s I now. wanted to get a Jinko. <laughs> I get one of the, get a Jinko. Uh, I downloaded three Jinkos. <laughs> the, the only reason I ever wanted to get Jinkos, honestly, was just because I wanted to be cool like i but i never did actually want to have a pair i think i just in my heart always knew how ridiculous they were (laughs) and they they were were sure comfortable they were like wearing jeans as pajamas yeah well i'm sure did you wear them i'm sure i'm sure you did did. (laughs) Uh, so like i how how big did you go with your jinkos uh, I had the twenty-inch ones, whatever those ones. That's were. That's not too bad. I mean, yeah, compared I, to the... I, I had the standard ones, but I wanted the kangaroo ones that were <laughs> yeah. like the. There were the kangaroos, like and I think the bigger ones were the mammoths. And I wanted those. I would see kids at the mall wearing those all the time. But you know, my parents were like, "Heck no!" Like I, I had a hard enough time trying to trying to convince them for for me to wear jinkos in general. But well, it it triggered. I think it triggers the same emotion that skinny jeans have triggered in me. Where it's and again, you know, I'm offending people, but like <laughs> any extreme there, I'm just like, why? Hmm. Because okay, with the jinkos, you're probably getting in the way of yourself, whether it's walking or whatever, getting around. I mean, how how comfortable were they? Did they get in your way? Uh, it was definitely something you would trip on, especially yeah. like they would drag the ground so it would fray the ends. And yep. sometimes you would have these like kind of tails that would kind of form because like you would walk right. on them. Yeah. And, and so you trip on those a lot of the time. And then skinny jeans, right? So that in itself should show you like you should just go ahead and know how uncomfortable that should be if you're a guy. Like that is. Like extreme skinny. Like, yeah, I like think we, we, we all wear kind of slim. Yeah, fit I'm talking like, yeah, like, extreme skinny here. Yeah. Like, any extreme is basically my like point. Jagging kind where of. Where it's like you're clearly doing it to set a trend or be a part of a trend. And for whatever reason, that just like really irks me. So, Jinko's was an example where it's just an extreme. And I don't think I ever truly got it, even though I didn't tell anyone this. Like, I thought they were ugly, and I'm glad they're gone, and I'm glad even though they tried to revive them, they still stayed dead. So, Mm. there you go. Do you think that, like, baggy pants will come back anytime? I feel like fashion always recycles. It does. 
I, I guarantee you probably in the, within the next 10 years it's going to happen. Probably. I mean, I think we still need another like round of kids that just are not anywhere near yeah. that trend. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like um, when we were in the late 90s, like bell bottoms, sure. flare jeans yeah. came back. Yep. So it's like it was a very 70s thing. Well, and, you know, right now short shorts are coming back for guys, too, like True. the 80s and stuff. And, I mean, even honestly, skinny jeans are kind of an 80s thing, too. Tight yeah. fitting clothing. I, is... I feel like a lot of high schoolers I see now dress like my dad. They wear very short khaki shorts right. and white shoes with white socks. Yeah. And I'm just like high socks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, is this meant to be? <laughs> ironic or or do they really actually i i I don't understand now i understand how what parents think like i just don't get it yeah yeah are you really just kind of like bitter because you missed out on the probable good sale from jenko de mayo (laughs) maybe a little bit colin maybe a little bit i figured that maybe my wife made that joke the other day (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that's great i like her um all right wes all right mine uh did you guys watch uh, Inspector Gadget? Yep. You of watched course. that, right? Uh, you remember the villain, Dr. Claw. Mm-hmm. Of course. And you remember how you never saw his face. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. You only saw the back of his chair, his arm, and his cat. Mm-hmm. And there was always something that was pretty awesome about that where you kind of just made up whatever you pictured in your head was way worse than probably what right. you would have seen mm-hmm. in any other show. And it was just scary that way and it was, it was a cool thing. But in the early 90s they released a, a line of action figures off of Inspector Gadget. Oh. And it was a really good line of toys. But uh, the standout of that is, don't Google it yet. Oh, okay. Uh, they had a Dr. Claw figure but... The packaging had a sticker over his face. Uh-huh. So you had to buy the figure oh, wow. in order to know what he looked like. And I and I had a, an Inspector Gadget toy. Okay. I never bought the Dr. Claw figure, even though I tried to angle it a certain way to see it in the store. Uh, I didn't have any friends that bought it. So for years, I, I didn't know what he looked like. But now, um, I'll put a picture of this in the show notes. You can look at it now. He looks incredibly disappointing. Like he he just looks like this old dude with whacked out gray hair and he he looks like he's wearing like a mouthpiece from the Oh. Uh, yeah, I just from that game like the the, oh, the, yeah. the watch your mouth game. <laughs> and let's just say he definitely has a red dot on familywatchdog.com. Oh. <laughs> like he just ugh. Uh, he looks like he's going. Uh, he looks like he's going through a high-speed roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> he's got his lips like really just uh, like inhumanely wide. Like mm, his lack it, of lips. But his his mouth is still closed. So yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, some clenched teeth. But isn't that like disappointing to see that now? Like he, I, I kind of picture him. Lo- like I would have pictured him looking like the Cobra Commander or something like mm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Too bad. It's ugly. That's a bummer. He he ugly. What a he ugly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That isn't. Yeah. That's that's a good ugly. Man. Uh, I never knew. That's interesting. You've revealed to me what Doctor Claw looks like for the first time ever. I'm sorry. I ne- never even knew they had a toy. Yeah. I never even knew they reveal it. That's so I feel kind of bad because I feel like I'm ruining people's childhoods right now. <laughs> don't people are don't looking. Don't at Google it. it. <laughs> yeah. Let, live in mystery. It's yeah. worth it. 
This is why this is an audio podcast. That's if right. you want to be disappointed, look at the show notes. I mean, of course, they had the movie Doctor Claw, the movie Inspector. Yeah, Doctor, I don't want to talk about that. Either. Yeah. The Matthew Broderick one, but <laughs> that lo- that looks better than yeah. this does. <laughs> at least he's at least a good-looking guy. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, by the way, do you know the name of the dog and in Inspector Gadget? The uh, it better not be something dumb. My wife knew this when we it. were talking about questions for this, for the uh, trivia game. And I probably should have put it in here, but neither of you would have got it. So Nickel. Uh, the name, Don. and I didn't know this either, by the way, the name of, you're close. <laughs> <laughs> the name of the dog and inspector gadget is Brain. Brain. Oh, oh that's yeah. Right. Brain, yeah. Brain. There you go. Mm-hmm. On that note, uh, we're way over time. Thanks for hanging with us, guys. Let us know what your good, bad, and uglies are. We'd love to hear from y'all. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at PassForwardCast. Hey, we're even on Instagram at PassForwardCast. Yeah, we are. Uh, you can email us at PassForwardCast at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. So let us know what you think. Let us know your good, bad, and ugly. What do you, let us know what you think of our good, ba- goods, bads, and ugly. Did we offend you? Do you agree with us? We want to hear about it. Yep. Hit us up. And I guess that's just about it. So until next time. I'll get you next time, Gadget. Next time. That good. was really good. Don't say anything, Colin. We're just going to leave it at that. Go, go, Gadget. Ending. <laughs> Later, Snorks. <laughs>